Alright, what's up, what's up, how you guys doing out there? Um, today we're going to be talking about something very serious and important. It's so important that it's vital to your growth and development. Over the years in America, I've realized something. I've learned a lot, especially in the business industry, you know. And what I've learned is that respect is very important. Respect is one of the most important and the most ignored topics in any industry. You see, the reason why people will listen to you is because of respect. And respect, like they say, has to be earned. What does it mean to earn respect? If you do not have respect of people... People will not listen to you. People only respect who they believe in. If I don't believe in you, I'm not going to respect you. And for me to believe in you, you have to earn my respect of you. Now, pay attention. This is very important. If you want to affect change in your world, in your industry, in your business, you have to earn the respect of your followers or of your contemporaries. Remember, we're still on the topic of the kingdom of God and we are exploring this kingdom of God. We are learning how to be a king, how to be an effective king and not just a king. It's like leadership, how to be an effective leader. Many people consider themselves as leaders, but they're not leaders, really. A true leader earns the respect of his followers. And not that that's what he really wants. No, he just needs the respect. So people can understand, so people can be a part of his vision. I like to use Jesus as an example because he's the ultimate king of kings. He's the ultimate leader. He gave us a platform. He gave us a, a, what you would call it, like um, an example, a prototype, if you will, of how we should behave as leaders, as kings. You see, Jesus was always with the people, the regular folks. Why do, you, why do you think he was always with the regular folks? Some leaders do not hang out with the regular folks. And when, you say hang, when I say hang out with the regular folks, I'm not talking about partaking in every single thing that they partake in. I'm talking about understanding their situation. I'm talking about understanding them. Hanging out with them, knowing them, really. It's about being able to connect with the people, to understand the people. And you cannot connect with the people or understand them if you don't hang with them. Not hang with them so you can do exactly what they're doing, no. Because your purpose and your goal is to influence them. Positively, of course. So when the scripture says, do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers, 
It's not saying avoid them. We are in the world as a king. He's saying do not let them influence you negatively. Rather, learn from them. Learn them. Not just learn from them. Learn them. Know them. Understand them. So when you know your people or when you know your followers or when you know the business, the industry, when you know it, you're earning their respect. Jesus knew the people. Sometimes he'll ask a question, not because he doesn't know the people. He wanted to see their mindset. Jesus knew the people. He knew them. He said to, to, to Simon, uh, to um, Peter, he said, you are safe us. He goes, you are Simon, but you shall be called a stone. Cephas means stone. Jesus knew the people. When he went up to Jerusalem for the Jewish festival, near the sheep gate, uh, by the pool they called Bethesda, there were a lot of invalid folks there. Paralyzed folks, depressed folks, sad folks. There were a lot of people there that needed transformation. There were a lot of people there that needed influence. As a king, he went there himself. He didn't send delegates. As a king, Jesus walked amongst his people. He went there to understand them, to learn them, to know them, to feel them to feel their pain, to understand. The Bible says he was tried like we are. That is why he's able to effectively be a high priest because he knew, or rather he knows, what it feels like to be human. He went there. He felt compassion for the people, the scripture says. He saw the man that was invalid for 38 years and then he Ask him, he said, do you want to get well? Look at verse 6 of John chapter 5. He said, when Jesus saw him lying there and learned that he had been in this condition for a long time, he asked him, do you want to get well? Jesus learned these people. He understood them. He studied them. He goes, this guy has been here for 38 years. The Bible says when Jesus saw him lying there and learned. So Jesus had to make, make some inquiries. To learn something, you have to get information. I'm pretty sure Jesus asked, how long has this man been here? Why is he here? Let's just ask him, do you want to be healed? Listen to the response of the man. He said, sir, I have no one to help me into the pool when the water is stirred. See, while I'm trying to get in, somebody else goes down ahead of me. The man complained, basically. Do you see? Jesus learned this man needed a mind change. He goes, this man can walk. <laughs> his problem is not walking. His problem is his mind, his belief. He didn't believe that he could walk. He didn't believe that he could get up and walk. That is why Jesus responded to him, not to his problem. 
Jesus responded to him and said, Get up, pick up your mat and walk. The scripture says at once the man was cured. He picked up his mat and walked. Wow, what a transformation. What an impact. Problem, solution. Jesus identified the problem. First, he had to understand this person. He had to learn him. And he goes, I know what his problem is. His problem is his mind. He doesn't believe that he can walk. He's waiting for the stirring of the water. And he's waiting for somebody to help him into the water. Which is almost impossible because everybody else wanted to get in the water first. But Jesus learned this man. Jesus understood him. Why did the man respond to Jesus? When Jesus asked him to rise up, get up, and walk, why did the man respond? Why didn't he say, I can't walk. I need help. I need you to help me up. Why didn't he complain the second time? Because he believed that this king had the authority. He goes, this king has this authority and believes what he's saying. He basically earned his respect. He goes, I respect you, so I will listen to you. And I believe that your words can affect my life. So he rose up and walked. What, 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 what happened there? What did it? How come any other person couldn't just walk up to this man and said, rise up and walk? He's been there for 38 years. Okay, so what is the difference? Jesus didn't say a prayer. He didn't even say a prayer. He tackled the problem from the source. He said, rise up. Do you want to get well? That's the question. It's a yes or no answer though. He could have said, yes, I want to get well. But he said, every time I'm trying, I always get overstepped. People always best me to the position. People always best me to the solution. People always best me to this water, to this pool that's supposed to heal me. He said, I have no one to help me. He said, he complained. His complaint wasn't true. He had Jesus to help him. That is why Jesus didn't respond to his complaint. Jesus responded to the problem. You know what? Your mind needs to change. Get up and walk. And immediately, he rose up and walked. He realized, wait, I can actually walk. Respect. The reason why those people will listen to you is not because of your degree or because of your suit and tie. It's because they have earned, or rather you have earned their respect. They've seen you do it. They've seen you overcome this challenge and you wound up tall like an eagle. You spread your wings and you soared. You soared over the troubles, over the storm. As a lion, you didn't consider the size of the elephant. You tore it down, you roared, and the elephant came crumbling down. Why would they listen to you? 
because of respect. The lion is not the strongest animal in the jungle. The lion is a king, the king of the animal kingdom. He's not the strongest. He's not even the smartest. He's not the biggest. He's not the tallest. What distinguish a lion from every other animal? What, what, what does it? Why is the lion considered the king of the jungle? And when he roars, the animals run. Why is he such a powerful leader? Such an influence? It's because of one thing. Attitude. Belief. The lion believes and knows that he is king. And he doesn't just believe. He acts it. The attitude. Attitude comes from your belief system. Your belief system formulates your attitude. Your belief system gives rise to your attitude. What do you think of yourself? Whom do you think you are? Whom do you believe you are? If you believe you're a lion, then you have the attitude of a lion. And then you act it out by getting up and walk. If you know you can walk, you know you're a lion, then why do you act like a lamb? It's not a wrong to be a lamb. Be gentle like a lamb, but lead like a lion. Be gentle like a dove, but it doesn't mean you're weak. Just because you're gentle shouldn't mean that you're weak. <laughs> Are you with me? People See, people feel like you have to be tough and bold and roar and yell. When I say roar, I'm not really talking about yelling. I'm talking about establishing the fact that you know who you are. That's what it means to roar. When you roar, you are establishing the fact that you know who you are. When the lion roars in the jungle or in the wilderness, wherever the lion is, he's trying to sound an alarm to the general public. Hey, I know who I am and I'm here. That's what the roar is. The roar is a statement of facts. So my question to you is, do you know who you are? Then you need to roar. Get up and walk. Pick up your mat and walk. Do not let the situation around you make you think less of yourself. You know one thing that I observed about God or I learned about God is God, before he transforms you, he always asks you a question. He always asks a question. Son of man, what seest thou? Basically saying, who do you think you are? What do you see of yourself? He told Moses, he goes, Moses, what's in your hand? You're complaining to me that you can't do this because you have slow of speech and you cannot speak fluently. But what is in your hand though? He said to Jeremiah, son of man, what seest thou? Jeremiah said, I see a branch of an almond tree. The word of the Lord is going forth. 
He always asked them, what do you see? Jesus asked the man, do you want to get well? And basically, do you believe you can walk? And the man complained. And Jesus said, wrong answer. But I'll tell you what, rise up and walk. What do you see of yourself? When you look in the mirror, what do you see? See, I woke up in the morning and God said to me, go and look in the mirror. I go, right now? God said, right now. Immediately after we finish this conversation, go and look in the mirror and tell me, what do you see? I was like, wow. I looked in the mirror. I stared at the reflection and I said, I see a lion. I see a lion who is about to roar. I see a lion. I see a king. What do you see? Jesus always mentioned this word. He said, Be it unto you according to your faith. What is this faith? Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Hearing meaning accepting. (laughs) Faith comes by accepting the word of God that you heard. What do you believe about yourself? How do you see the condition around you? Problem or solution? The true leader sees solution. The true king sees solution. The weak one sees problems and complains. I used to complain a lot. I remember my mom would tell me, stop complaining. When you complain, you are elevating the problem. When you complain, you're telling God the impossibilities. Do this instead. Speak the solution. Speak what you want the situation to be. Speak what you want the situation to be. Speak what you want the outcome to be. Speak it into existence. And don't complain. Don't tell God how big the problem is. Rather, tell the problem how big God is. The spies, they came and they said, the people are like giants before our eyes and we are like grasshoppers before their eyes. What a picture. See, they painted a picture of the situation and it was disaster. Their report was disastrous. They set themselves up, basically. The people are like giants and we are like grasshoppers. But Joshua and Caleb say, no, no, no. We are able to take over these people. We are able to defeat them. The reason why we complain is because we are quick to forget that God has done it before and we do it again. The reason why we complain is because we lack faith. We fail to realize who is in charge. God is in charge. We are just pencils in the hand of the Creator. We are just tools in the hand of the Creator. See, God cannot do anything on the earth without man. 
He needs you. God needs you as much as you need him. The Bible says God will not do anything on the earth without first revealing it to his servants, the prophets. God is seeking for men to pray and intercede. That is why God became man. He sent forth his word, his son that became flesh because he couldn't break his own word. God cannot break his own word. He had to become a man to earn the respect of man. When the Pharisees, the doubters, the haters, the, the Sadducees, they say, who gave you the authority to do all these things you're doing? Basically, who are you? We don't, how do you, how, how, how are you able to do these things with this authority? Jesus' response was very interesting. He said, because I am the son of man. In other words, I have earned the respect. I grind like you. Jesus was carpenter for 30 years. Many people didn't know that. Before he started his ministry, he was a carpenter. He put in work. He was no lazy. He earned the respect of the industry. That is why when he spoke, they respected him. Why? Because he spoke with authority. He knew the people and he knew what he was saying. He says, I know who I am. I believe and I know who I am. I'm the not just that he was the son of God, but that he was the son of man. He had the spirit of God without measure. But he knew who he was. He earned the respect. And that is what I want you to earn. Respect. Earn it. 